Welcome to a new edition of More Talk. The close cooperation between the metro countries and the head office here in Düsseldorf is one of the most important success factors in driving metro forward. To address this topic, we are going to have a series of talks with our operating partners. And today, we will start with Olivier van den Bosse, and I'm very pleased about this. Olivier, welcome to my talk. Yeah, thank you very much, Ben. <laughs> it's really a pleasure to be here. Yeah, if you want to drink something, uh, just feel free. <laughs> Everything's fine. good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Olivier, um, before we want to talk about metro business, um, we would like to get you know personally. Some colleagues may already know you from your previous function as CEO of Kaufhof, but I'm pretty sure there were some other milestones in your career, right? Yes, it was. So, um, Kaufhof was one of the last stations I did. Before I started, um, just after my studies, I started in the VRT, which is the national uh, radio chain in Belgium, mm -hmm. where I worked in marketing. So after my studies of economics, I started in the marketing department there, which was quite interesting. So you are a colleague, so, so to speak? Yes, yes it is, it is, it is. <laughs> but it was really the pure marketing of the radio station, so it was uh, really an interesting job. Just coming out of the school and then have the opportunity to work in this uh, environment was really, really nice. Uh, and then one moment, one moment in time, Carrefour uh, came in the market in Belgium and there was an opportunity to start there as a management trainee, which I did. So then I followed the international training program of Carrefour and so I went into the retail in effect. And then one moment in time, I had a phone call from the HR director from Innovation, Inno, who was just bought by uh, Kaufhof, mm -hmm. so Metro, in 2002-2003. And he asked me to come over there because they were looking for some store managers and people who did, uh, had some experience in retail. And then after some discussions, I went from the hypermarket business towards the department store business, which I did um, where I had then yeah career paths in uh, uh, Ino. Um, so I started there as store manager. Then I was store manager in the flagship store, which was quite an experience by the age of 27, managing a store of six, 700 people and quite uh, some challenges. Yeah. And then I became board member there and, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, MD of uh, managing director of Inno. And then one moment in time, 2014, came uh, um, Olaf and Mark Freese and they said, okay, we are looking for a successor of Lovro Mandak, who was in this time uh, quite a famous CEO of Kaufhof. And yeah, I was quite surprised, uh, to be honest. And, um, uh, then also they announced me that they wanted to sell the company. So it was clear that it was not only managing uh, Kaufhof, but then also try to uh, sell the company. So it was um, a big challenge, but a huge experience, huge experience to do this. As a Belgian working in an extremely German company uh, as Kaufhof. So then I started in 2014 as CEO of uh, Kaufhof, but always under the umbrella of Metro, of course. So, mm -hmm. And then in 2017, I rejoined uh, the Metro Group. So it's um, starting almost at Metro and uh, not finishing, I would say, but yeah, still yeah. being at Metro. What is special about Metro for you? What fascinates you about this company? The most challenging now for Metro and the most fascinating for me of Metro is really the whole process of change we have Metro. Mm -hmm. So coming from this really holding conglomerate uh, towards really this specific B2B player. And this is something which is fascinating me how a company can really change during the years. And I think with finding the right strategy, having the clear vision and the clear focus and, and have this B2B customer in, in the core of their, of their doing is something that I say, Jesus Christ, this is something which is quite special and which also fascinates me. Of course, put it on paper, but doing then really this operationally, it's still a big step, of course. 
As operating partner, you're responsible for Bulgaria, Hungary, Serbia and Croatia. How would you describe your role as an interface to these countries? I think it's a very interesting role, uh, also a very challenging role, to be honest, because you're touching, you're touching really the different aspects of the, of the business. On the one hand side, you're a challenger of the, of the boards. I think that's very important to, to put the fire really burning every day. You know? So I think on the one hand, uh, challenger. On the second hand, also to be supporter, to be honest, um, and to be there to, to help them. It's clear that we are all in the same boat. We're all the same. We want to do the best for our customers. That's at the end is the most important and our customers should be happy and should be satisfied. Then the third part, I, I think, which is very important is a kind of facilitator because you have Of course, you have the view of different countries and some, in some fields and some domains, some things are going good in this country and another country is good in this. I think if you make a, a good copy, a very good copy of already a good original and you make a very good copy of it, it can also work. So there the role as facilitator, um, it's very important. And then as four point, I would say, okay, the, the, the gatekeeper of the strategic direction, you know, so it's clear that the board uh, sets up um, the direction, the strategic direction, and to, to secure or to, to make sure that we are going still in the good uh, strategic direction. And then uh, the fifth is really about, whole about the whole thing about uh, economics um, of dealing with the company, you know, are the sales in line, are the total income in line, is EBDR in line, are the stocks in line. Of course, it's the board who has to do it, but um, also to challenge them on, uh, on this. So these five pillars I would see as quite important mm -hmm. in my role. Let us go through the countries quickly, starting with Bulgaria, which recently celebrated its 20th anniversary. How is our business there? It's a very good business. And um, so as you mentioned, Ben, so 20 years of Bulgaria, the local team did a great job really in the whole preparation of uh, 20 years of Bulgaria. And we are really a big name in, in Bulgaria. Metro is really is representing mm -hmm. something there. If, it, if you are the CEO of yeah. Metro Bulgaria or you're the management board of Metro Bulgaria, yeah, they are listening to you. So. Mm -hmm. Um, there, of course, we still have uh, room for improvement in terms of how can we be closer to our customers. Uh, also, how can we increase our share of wallet into the Horeca business? I think it's a very important one without forgetting the trader business, which is still uh, an essential part of our, our business. But um, we have a very solid team in place, um, which is a mix between some experts and some uh, local uh, people. And it's a team which is managed by Attila, which do this in a very enthusiastic way. And um, we are making very good progress in Bulgaria. It's a clear strategic direction. So it's, um, it's a very good, a very positive country. Mm -hmm. Coming to the other countries, Serbia, Croatia and Hungary, how is it there? The strategic view of the countries are different, of course, and they are not really, not really comparable. In Hungary, it's clear that we are going for a very strong horeca, uh, horeca business. You have, of course, there the USP of Budapest, which is something unique in East European, uh, East European um, world, of course. And we see as well that the trends in food is really growing in, uh, in Budapest. So every month when I go there, you see new food uh, restaurants which are popping up. You see new street food and so on. So I think that the, the market of Budapest, also driven by the tourism, is huge. And so also there we should really focus 100% on uh, how we can we develop more our uh, Horeca business without forgetting trader and SEO. But there we have a huge potential in uh, this big city and also the other cities like Debrecen are growing. Mm -hmm. If you look then the two other countries, Serbia, Croatia, completely, completely different as well. Um, Croatia, it's uh, of course, it's a very touristic country. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of business is done between June. So now mm -hmm. we really started with the high season. 
So we have not one month of December in Croatia, we have four months of December in yeah. Croatia. So it's June, July, August, September. So those are really uh, four months which are crucial yeah. for us. Yeah. And there we have really an enormous dedicated team. So it's a very small team in the board, but it's, uh, they are extremely dedicated, have an extremely good knowledge of the market. Mm-hmm. We opened now Dubrovnik um, in April which is a big success. In Croatia, the, the Horeca market is growing. We are growing together with the, with the Horeca market. Mm-hmm. So this, um, so now it's really the hot moment for, uh, yeah. the hot moment for Croatia. <laughs> and then Serbia, um, Serbia, it's, um, it's a country where also the potential, certainly in, in, in two cities, meaning Belgrade and Novi Sad, mm-hmm. is really extremely growingly well in um, Serbia. Um, we see that Novi Sad will be also in the next year's European capital and uh, so this will bring us a lot of opportunities for us. It's a very nice city. Also Belgrade is booming at the moment mm-hmm. so it's clear that there we have a lot of uh, uh, potential to grow further into the Horeca direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also clear that it's not a mature market yet so there are still a lot of players coming in and so we have to react on this. So it's clear that we focus, we have to focus there on the Horeca development and also on the profitable traders, of course. So uh, those are the targets for, uh, for Serbia. But the good thing is as well is that we have a very motivated and a very dynamic team in, uh, in Belgrade. So the future is looking quite bright. What are the medium term objectives for these countries? Yeah, they are, they are different, you know. So um, if you look to the two countries, then Hungary, Croatia, there the focus is really Horeca, you know, so there's a very clear commitment uh, from the board. So there is really how can we develop our people in terms of Horeca, how can we make our stores even more attractive for the customers, the Horeca customers, what about the assortment? So those kind of things are really uh, high on the radar in uh, Hungary and Croatia. But as well then, linked to this, how can we develop our, our Horeca digital um, offer and how can we work then also more in omnichannel, I would say, okay, but how can we use also online? Mm-hmm. Then if you take the two other countries, Bulgaria and Serbia, whereby Horeca and, uh, is less developed, it's clear that we there focus still on profitable trader. So this is something which is uh, still uh, to work on. How to make also delivery towards uh, traders profitable, it's a, it's a big uh, challenge for us. And then working on making the stores as attractive as possible for, uh, for the customers, have the good price, have the good promotion. And so those are the three main issues, I would say, um, how to make the the business even more profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be the three, four highlights for uh, Serbia and Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Coming back to you, um, what is important for you when working with these countries? What is your um, recipe for success? I, I think first of all is um, to work with, um, with teams who trust each other. I think that's for me it's crucial. From both sides, you know, so the teams towards me, me towards the team. This is crucial. I think if you cannot work with, a, with trust, I think it's better not to work with a team or to change mm-hmm. yourself. So this is something which is the number one um, priority for me. And then secondly is to have this really customer-oriented uh, focus, you know, to do everything as much as possible for the customers. So going in this direction, um, to have a customer, completely customer-oriented uh, organization, uh, it's f- for me very important. And then as well important is fun, you know, um, I think you can work together for 10 hours a day, uh, six days a week, but if you don't have um, trust, if you don't have a clear common goal setting, and if you don't have fun, um, I think those three ingredients are very crucial um, to continue. Okay, so trust, customer orientation and fun are key for you. Um, 
Olivier, thank you very much for the interesting interview and of course uh, good luck in steering the countries. It was great fun to have you here. And many thanks also to you for watching. Visit our more page on United or the other more formats, meetup, stage, update and so on. See you in our next episode of More Talk. Bye bye and take care.